Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week nine, day five of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Colossians 3, 18 through 25. Welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Join me as we pray today. Jesus, fill our hearts and minds with your word and your spirit today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With Alice to God's word, we're reading today from the NIV. This is Colossians 3, starting in verse 18. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Full stop right there. Full pause. This is one of those things that has been used, abused, misused through the years, right? Uh, People have said, okay, let's just take verse 18 out of context by itself and let's use that to tell our wives, you do what I say, right? You have to do what I say because the Bible tells you to. That is not what Paul is saying here. And again, we can read the other epistles that Paul has read. We can look at the entirety of scripture and we cannot deny that the Lord has ordered life in a way that is very offensive to our modern minds, right? The Lord has given men a place of authority. That is just uh, undeniable. It's a physical reality throughout the ages, it, I mean, it is a, a physical reality, and we cannot deny that. The Lord has ordered this life in a way where there's authority structures and all these kinds of things. We, we, it's, it's just, it's so obvious, it's silly to deny that. But the reason why people want to deny that is because people have abused things like this throughout the centuries. Right? They've taken passages of scripture, they've taken the, the genetic and biological realities and abused them. And so that is where our society rebels against that. And so what Paul is not saying here is, husbands, go to your wives and tell them, you have to do exactly as I say, or you are in rebellion against the scripture. That is not what Paul is saying at all. In fact, if you have to do that, husbands, you're in a really bad place, right? It, you are in a really bad place. But it is fitting in the Lord for wives to submit themselves to their husbands. Now, again, this is not in every case. This is not Paul saying, no matter what, and in every situation, submit yourselves to your husbands. I don't care if he comes home and beats the tar out of you every single day. Submit to your husband, wives. That is not what Paul is saying. And I have heard people like, again, again, we do not try and oversimplify complicated situations and then complicate simple situations. This is, this is not what Paul is, is saying here. Um, again, we have other passages in the New Testament where Paul specifically deals with this, right? Uh, I believe it's in Ephesians. Paul says, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands. Husbands, submit yourselves to your wives, right? Submit yourselves, church, one to another, Right? This is not the kind of thing where anyone gets to lord anything over each other. Remember when the disciples are like, hey, let's you know, uh, call down fire on these people and tell them to stop doing these things. And, and Jesus is like, listen, stop. It's like, no, no, no. The, the Gentiles, the pagans, they lord their authority over one another. Not so with you. You do not Lord, your authority. Yes, there are cases where we have authority in different situations. 
And it is very clear that the Lord has given husbands authority in that home, right? There is an authority structure in that home. But it is not Christian. It is not okay for us to lord that authority over one another. The Christian dynamic, the Christian ethic is that we submit ourselves in humility. Verse 19 contradicts the way so many people have misused and abused verse 18 through the centuries. Verse 19, husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Paul says, wives, submit to your husband. It's fitting in the Lord. And husbands, hey, pay attention. Love your wives and don't be harsh with them. Don't lord this over them. Be gentle with them. Be humble with them. There's just no way in which we can come up with a world where the Bible says, or Paul says, wives, do everything that your husband says, no matter what, put up with anything, be his doormat. No, no. And there's just no way we can come up with this idea where it's like, husbands, you know, you need to take charge in that house and you tell everyone who's boss and put them in their place. No, that has no place. That has no place. That's not how we lead. That's not how we do these things. And yet that as has been, um, you know, because that scratches an itch for men, right? That's, that's so scratches an itch for men. Um, and, and, and for a variety of reasons, right? Imagine, you know, throughout most of history, most people have been oppressed, men and women. Most people have been oppressed, repressed. And what happens to people generally, this is human nature. What happens to people when they feel that oppression and repression? And again, if you have the love of Jesus flowing through you, we can rise above this. But our human nature, if we feel oppressed, repressed, not listened to, pushed aside, what do we do? We try to find someone else that we feel is below us and we treat them the same way to make ourselves feel better, to make it feel like we have power, right? So people who get abused and pushed down, they generally do that to other people. And and Jesus, just so clear, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not who we are. Don't lord any authority that you have over other people. Don't do it. And so this is not the passage, and there really isn't a passage in Scripture to use to say, hey, wife, you listen to me and do exactly as I say. It's just not there. It's just not there. Paul is saying just the opposite here. Now, do we submit ourselves to each other? Do we submit ourselves to the the wisdom of the leadership of Jesus and the way that he's done things on earth? Yes. Do we lord that over each other? No. No, not at all. Verse 20. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Uh, I think even rebellious, right? Um <clears throat> Interesting, he doesn't say this to mothers, right? Mothers, don't embitter your children. I think this is one of those things, it's just uh, it's just natural to mankind. Um, there's a, I don't know if it's a meme or a common saying, I've heard a bunch lately, but it's, uh, um, you know, men saying, hey, uh, words can't hurt me. 
I used to hold the the flashlight for my father when we worked on the car, right? I mean, there's this this mindset of uh, there there is just a a natural harshness within men that doesn't exist within women, right? There is there every man testosterone or whatever does it, there is just a natural harshness that comes with being a man. And Paul's saying, ease up. <laughs> You're going to have to pay attention and ease up, right? It's there. Don't do it with your wives. Don't do it with your kids. It's there. It's, it's following in those earthly things. Ease up on that. Ease up on that. Be gentle with your wives. Be gentle with your children. But at the same time, children, obey your parents. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Now, again, uh, we don't want to oversimplify this. Are there times where children should disobey their parents? Absolutely. We live in a broken and fallen world. So, Yes, there are times where children should disobey their parents. Children should walk away from situations. Absolutely. But in general, in a proverbial sense, yes, children, obey your parents. Listen to them, honor them, all of those things. Yes, absolutely. In every single case, without exception, no. No, that is not what Paul is getting at here. Verse 22. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything and do it, not only when their eye is on you and to curry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not as for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be re- will be repaid for their wrongs, and there is no favoritism. So this is an interesting one. This is a difficult one, right? We're finishing on here. Paul's addressing specifically slaves. Um, as we go through this, it really kind of more broadly applies, but he's starting this off with slaves. Obey your masters in everything. Um, that is rather unequivocal, and it's a difficult thing, right? Um, we have more slavery on earth than we've ever had in human history. The sheer number of people that are in bondage to slavery is greater than it's ever been. So we, we shouldn't speak of this in terms of we have conquered slavery and it's a thing of the past. It's not. It's absolutely not. What is different is for at least all of the Western world, and at least by coercion, <laughs> the the rest of the world uh, views slavery disfavorably. So those people that are slave masters today, uh, they are looked down upon. They are not given the same prestige that people who own slaves, that meaning you're wealthy and you own people, uh, they're not given the same prestige that, that people once were. Uh, the whole world over at the moment, and I think, I think some level of prestige and all that will come back because it's human nature to lord over people. <clears throat> at the moment... No slave master is looked favorably upon. And so it is within the the rights of every single slave on planet Earth today. Run away, get out of the situation, do whatever you can. The laws and the situations, all of those things, they, they favor you at this point. So 
<clears throat> Paul is speaking to a, in a different context and a different culture. And I, I think that this culture will probably rear its head again. Uh, what I'm getting is, is, is so in, in our context for as an American, uh, if you're a British person, slavery kind of quote unquote ended, of 150 so years ago, uh, if you're in different parts of the world, slavery, official, officially recognized slavery, I think in Saudi Arabia, it ended in the 90s, the 1990s uh, is when they outlawed it there. I mean, so so we're not talking, like we're talking about like for a couple of minutes, slavery has essentially been outlawed worldwide. Uh, <laughs> you know, legal slavery where you can actually own people. <clears throat> um. I believe with all my heart that it will come back. Uh, the book of Revelation alludes to it, it coming back and being a, a, um, uh, uh, an established institution again, one that is not looked down upon and done in the dark shadows, but is done in open where there are people bought and sold out in the open. Uh, that's coming back. And so this is currently, uh, <clears throat> something that I would say uh, doesn't fully apply in our situation, but it may again. We need to understand that. This is not the Lord saying, hey, slavery is cool with me, right? No, because Paul ends this by saying, obey them, but understand, listen, <laughs> if you've got a wicked master, know that everyone who does wrong will be judged by the Lord. There is no favoritism. Just because they were wealthy enough to own you does not mean that they will not stand before God and give an answer to everything they did for you. Paul is essentially reiterating what, what the Lord says over and over in the Old Testament. Vengeance is mine. You trust in me. And so if your position is slavery, then you trust in the Lord. Right When the laws... Right, I mean, Paul's in a day where, hey, slaves, Paul is can't say, hey, slaves, run away from your masters because slavery is wrong. The laws of that day are going to say, hey, slave, you ran away, you die now. Right? It doesn't work that way. Again, now, slavery is disfavored everywhere on planet Earth. Slaves, run away. No one is allowed to own you right now. Run away. Get out of those situations if at all possible. Do whatever you can. Now, again, that carries risks in a lot of cases right now. There are violent, evil people that are doing this. And again, there are more slaves on planet Earth now than there ever have been in human history. <clears throat> but no one has a right to own you at this point. Again, I believe that will change. I think it will rear its ugly head again. And in those cases, I believe that this applies in those situations, unfortunately, but remember that, that the Lord sees everything and he will repay. He will repay. He will be the one that brings vengeance for you. More broadly, this applies to all of us. Anything we do, there's been people that have likened the, the modern like 
large corporation, just the way work is in the modern world where we work for people and we're in these big companies and these large faceless institutions that it feels like slavery. And I think there's something to be said for that. But when we view that in light of actual slavery, it's not anywhere near the same. I don't want to diminish actual slavery to having a job that you choose to go to and get paid for, right? It's not the same thing at all. It can kind of feel like it, the drudgery and just all of that kind of stuff can feel like it. The thing that does apply here for, for us in those situations is whatever we do, work at it with all of our heart, right? This mentality of, you know, I got this job and I am just biding my time until retirement, all right, I just, I got five years left until retirement or whatever. I've heard people talk like that. That is not Christian. That's what Paul's saying is, no, we don't work like that. We do it with all of our heart. Because we're not working for the man. We're not working for this person or that. We're not working for them. We work for the Lord. And the toil that we do while on this earth, it matters for all eternity. And we have to understand that we are doing it for Jesus. So we need to do it to the best of our abilities with all of our heart. The Lord will reward us for doing that. And he will repay people for treating us poorly in that process. Absolutely. So we do not just slack off and be like, well, these people are bad and I don't want to work for them anyway. And like the idea of quiet quitting where you just, you don't quit and move on. You just stop doing a good job. And that is so unchristian. So unchristian, all of those mentalities. No, no, we work as hard as we can. We do the best job that we can. Does it mean that we don't mess up sometimes? No, 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 no. That's human. But we give it everything we've got. We don't do it half-heartedly. We do it wholeheartedly. That's who we are. And by the grace of God, we will be. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.